you're listening to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Todd and his three sons, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. We want to welcome all of our friends, our family, and even those foes. Uh, we picked up quite a few foes for this past week, but we'll talk about that later. But welcome back to the, the Fox Den Sports Podcast, along with my three sons, Kellen Garrett, and Gannon makes his triumphant return after being home for about a week or two. I'm Todd Fox, and yes, we are the Fox Den Sports Podcast. We got a lot, uh, a lot of kind of news to talk about. We want to talk first about, you know, um, Dylan Gabriel for sure uh, said a few days ago that he is going to Oregon to play for the Oregon Ducks and take over for Bo Nix. Uh, I don't know what everybody else feels about it. I think it's a good move for him personally. Uh, I think it's a good move for Oregon, but I don't know what your, what your all's thoughts are on that. I mean, obviously I hate to see him go, but good for him. Well, I think, I mean, anything but USC, for some reason, that's where he got linked to. And I guess it makes sense as a quarterback, but I think he felt too happy with the way he's leaving Oklahoma and the the reputation he's built around here. And if he went there, it's just gone. And so he saw how good Bo Nix did. I mean, he's pretty much the replica of him. He's got almost as many games started as Bo Nix. He'll pass him in passing yards next year, probably every other statistic as well. So I think it's a great move on his end. I just, it is kind of interesting that Oregon's just got probably just going to cycle through transfer quarterbacks for who knows how long. So, but I mean, he's going to be in the Big Ten next year. So that'll be interesting. Sure. Very interesting. Kellen Gannon, you guys got something? You look like you're going to say something. I agree with everything Gary said. Yeah, it's a bit of a smaller stage. And he mentioned how he's very similar to Bo Nix. And they saw, obviously, what they've done with Bo Nix in Oregon. So I'm sure they can do good things there, too. Bringing like a not top, top tier quarterback, but good quarterback and making him look very, very good. So I think it's a win win. Sure. 100%. And, you know, following Marcus Mariota, he's pretty vocal about him being one of his favorite players growing up, both being from Hawaii. So, I mean, that yeah. makes sense as well. Wearing the same number as well. So I didn't really, yeah. I didn't know cool. that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. No, I think it's a good win for him personally. Uh, he goes to a good program. Oregon's up there. I mean, Oregon has vaulted up, uh, you know, through the last, uh, you know, decade i know they've had a few years where they've they've, uh, fallen off a little bit but they're still a good football team they're headed to the big 10 um with usc with ucla and with washington so hats off to that that'll be good for him i hate to see him go but at the same time i know uh we are excited to see jackson arnold play i think it's his time i don't think jackson arnold would stick around another year to be a backup again so i think that's obviously like we talked about last week, we've got a higher ceiling with Jackson Arnold. You know, going into the SEC, is Dylan Gabriel probably more prepared than Jackson? Probably so. But we're I'm looking at it for two years out and possibly even three. Just You, you never know if uh, 
in Farno, if if he sticks around for three years, I don't know. We'll see. Hope so. But I uh, also hope he does really well and has the option to leave after two years. That means he's a pretty good quarterback. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun. And to go in the Big Ten, I think uh, is 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 good for for Dylan Gabriel as well. So it'll be it'll be. Um, I guess. What's your all's opinion? Because I know we were ticked off at Caleb Williams when he left, but I feel a lot differently about Dylan Gabriel. I mean, I feel like the love for Gabriel, you know what I mean? So I feel excited for him. Walk me through that. What's your thoughts are on that? I think the scenarios are completely different. Oh, yeah. I mean, Gabriel's leaving behind a five-star freshman quarterback that's everyone's super, super excited about. So Caleb Williams kind of like, what to us looked like just jumping ships. Yeah. Sure. I, I mean, Gabriel, like you said, build up his reputation and as much as we would have liked to have him back next year, we're also ready to move on. And I think we personally, I don't want to get stuck in the rotation that Oregon's getting in of just consistently having to get a veteran quarterback out of the transfer portal and rely on somebody to be there instead of just consistently building your own player up because you're a lot more heavily reliant on the portal in that scenario than just your own development and recruiting. But Yeah, and I know it gives us some time next year. I know um, looks like the first, uh, several of these games are already um, set for the dates. I mean, we start off with Temple – then Houston will be here, then Tulane, then Tennessee. Um, I don't know if there's any any games in between that. I know October 26th uh, we'll play at Ole Miss, and then obviously Saturday, November 23rd, the, the Saturday before uh, Thanksgiving, Alabama comes to town. Then you're talking, we, we still got Texas, uh, which is usually I think what that's the second weekend of, uh, of October, at Auburn, at LSU, at Missouri, and South Carolina. So – He's got three games, uh, and I say he, I'm talking about Jackson Arnold at the yeah, beginning I, of the season. I had season. no idea what you were talking about. You just started yeah, reading uh, off the schedule. Yeah, Jackson Arnold will be ready next year, I think, hopefully by the time the SEC. I mean, it, it's going to be different for sure, but uh, Tulane's no pushover. We we know that for sure. I mean, their be, quarterback be won't be there, though. That's their main thing. I mean, he's a draft prospect. So, I agree. They're no pushover, but. It's mainly because of the quarterback. And then, sure. I mean, he's going to have so many weapons, Arnold. I just don't understand. I just don't get how he won't succeed for a freshman quarterback. Well, not freshman. I guess that by that point be a sophomore, but sophomore quarterback in the SEC. Like, yeah. So many weapons. And I know, so I know it's early. Obviously, I think next year at, um, you know, six months from now, we'll be, we'll, we'll be talking maybe a different tune, but. I don't know. There is pressure going to the SEC. Don't get me wrong, but I just I'm interested in seeing how you know people think we're going to actually do that first year in the SEC. I I see some people, you know, saying we'll do really well. Some not. I'm anxious to see the closer we get the reporters and the people that know the ins and outs on, on what their prediction is. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'd be surprised if we won it in our first year. I really would. With that being said, I just don't know how much pressure there will be on us to uh, to, to try to win that thing at the very beginning. I've, you know, we want to. 
but I think still Georgia and Alabama are probably the two uh, two head of monster that, that everyone's going to have to try to go after. Is there more pressure on us or Texas? Man, that's that's a good question. I I, I think that is a good question. I would say probably Texas, given that yeah. Quinn's coming back and the fact that they're in yeah. the Big 12 and the college football playoff. like They sure. have so many stars still coming back next year, especially at the quarterback position, that I think they are expected – to do yeah, better yeah. than us, but at the same time, it's Oklahoma, and in the last decade and a half, we've been, I mean, w- way better and dominant of that rivalry. So, oh yeah, just depends on if you go the most recent success or if you're going way back when. But, are you are you surprised you, uh, Quinn Ewers is coming back or not after the season he had? Yeah, I mean, even though it wasn't as statistically successful mainly because he missed several games. Like he still was going to be a late first, early second draft pick. So, I mean, maybe he's just banking on himself playing really, really well in the SEC and skyrocketing up there, but I have no idea. Well, I know we got some, um, I guess, fantastic news today, but it really wasn't news. But Danny Stutzman is coming back, but he never really – he never announced he was coming or going. It was – for whatever reason, and I don't know where it started, it was assumed that he was he was leaving. One of the reporters here in town mentioned that he had told Venables that he was leaving for the NFL, and that he he the reporter thinks that he saw that he was going to be like fourth round draft pick. So he decided, hey, I need to I may need to come back for another year. Which I think I said it last week. I think I didn't think he needed to leave for uh, selfish reasons, but also I just don't think he's ready. For the NFL right now, after another year, I think he has he he gets more um, more starts and more playing time and plays against some really good SEC teams. Then yeah, I think he's definitely going to most likely most likely be ready, especially if he continues to improve like he has over the last several years. He, but he, I just I'm so happy he's coming back. Um, and he he had a really neat video out there uh, that he that he said he you know he'll be back so. And I know OU fans are are, well, are very excited as well. I think that him showing out in the SEC is going to help his draft stock tremendously. Yeah, I, I will also that. say, too, I think the reason we struggled so badly in the second half of the season is because partially he was injured, so he wasn't 100%, but also he didn't have a great second half of the year. Hmm. And so that just tore us up yeah. on the rushing time game because they just – every team seemed like they were just running right through us. So having him though back, I think we're going to have one of the best linebacker cores in oh, the country yes. because yes. him alone is going to be, I I'm top five. I would say maybe even top three. I just am not super knowledgeable about the other linebackers in the country, but Kanick with another year under his belt. And then obviously, I mean, you could see easily see Kip Lewis taking that spot next sure. year. So you got McCullough McCullough. Who's oh, not Fantastic. technically linebacker, but yeah. And then um, you got what do you call Carter it? Cheetah? Lewis. Cheetah. He's more of an out. I guess you could say outside linebacker yeah. more so. But I don't. Yeah, Cheetah. Technically, that guy technically plays every position on the field. So, but then um, to not only go along with uh, Stutzman, we got Billy Bowman coming back, which that's big. That's big as well. Here's my question. Does that 
with Peyton Bowen, does that hurt him at all? Or do you think he'll try to figure out a way to get him on the field even? What I mean, that's that's my concern there. I mean, it's going to help him tremendously. They'll both be starters. They're not the okay. exact same position. I mean, they can be. That's just yeah. because they're insane athletes. But you'll likely be having them two back there because you'll have Reggie Pearson leaving. You already got Key Lawrence leaving. Yeah. And so that leaves two open spots up top high. And so him and Bowman, Bowen and Bowman are going to both be back there probably majority of the game. And it's going to be a pretty fun duo to watch because their instincts are really well and they're again just insane athletes well so far we've got two incoming transfers one from san diego state i don't i I don't know how you pronounce it dejan malone i don't know if that's how you pronounce it uh is a corner is a cornerback i think i believe he's like six foot two so i'm looking forward to him 200 yeah and then spencer brown offensive tackle uh from michigan state's coming so we obviously need to we we need to shore up that offensive line for sure. I'm anxious to see some more that might hopefully be coming. You know, I saw um, a few days ago um, on social media that the uh, kicker for Hawaii, Matthew Shipley, was going to be coming, but I haven't seen anything official. Have you guys have you heard anything about that at all? I have not at all. There's nothing official out there. Yeah, but even if he does, it's, you're going to probably have to research it yourself because. I mean, yeah. to kick her as excited as we are to get a new one. That's not like true big news or anything. And also the stats I saw, he hasn't kicked a lot in college anyway. So it's, no. I mean, and he's playing at Hawaii. So what's right. SEC is a different story, man. I agree a hundred percent. I looked at his stats and I was like, huh? Like I was all excited, but then I'm like, well, I mean, I, I don't know. He wasn't really great from 40 to 49 which you've got to be money all, all, all the way on all that. So, but I was, I was a little disappointed to be honest with you when I saw the stats. So I'm sure it'll all, it'll definitely all work out in the end for sure, but I can't wait. Uh, I'm already looking forward to next season. I know there's 12 OU Sooners that are in uh, the transfer portal. I don't want to go over see every single one of them because I would, uh, you know, for sake of time, but I know were you surprised at all about Ty, Tywee Walker at all going Tawi, yeah, were you were you, were you excited? Uh, not excited, but uh, surprised. I wasn't surprised because no. I think we're going to have a lot of folks coming in that are going to uh, take over. If you no, I'm me. not surprised at all. I would say, I think he knew obviously that, and everyone knows, Sawcheck's going to be the guy next year. I think Javante is going to kind of take his spot as more of the goal line back and just the the heavy hitter. And then I think we have a lot of plans for this five-star running back coming in, Taylor Tatum. So, like you just mentioned, he wasn't going to get a whole lot of carries. The only reason he got a ton of carries at the beginning was because of injuries to Sawchuk and Javante. And then, yeah, I mean, towards the end, Sawchuk probably got a good 75 80% of the carries. Kellen, what uh, what do you got going on in uh, in Atlanta? I know we, we talk about it every week, but – is there is there much even discussion with OU Texas coming, or do you think it's going to be coming later on as soon as the, closer the season gets? I, I'm sure it'll just come closer. All anybody else is talking about is Alabama and a little Georgia, but now it's just Alabama. So like their season's not over. Like we yeah we got a bowl game, but we don't care. Like we care, but it's not. We're more excited for next year at this point. 
people here still have something to look forward to. So I haven't heard a, a word about Oklahoma or Texas coming. Yeah, I mean, if you were talking about Georgia, it's against a Florida State team who has no quarterback, so. Yeah, but, like, there's still at least a little talk. There's a few people that – I think they're more joking, but they're mentioning the fact that, like, oh, man, we still should have made it to the playoffs. But for the most part, it's just all Alabama. Everybody's waiting and trying to see what's going to happen next. Everybody's trying to con- – the only thing I hear about Texas is everybody trying to convince me that they're going to win the – championship but i think they just know it makes me mad so huh. i i don't see that happening i don't I'm i mean gonna... alabama is going to beat michigan and texas is going to beat uh washington so texas will beat alabama once who says they can again but i think alabama will beat them this time yeah, alabama has a pretty good shot of beating michigan i should say i think they i think they got a really good shot at it for sure. and i think washington's I, the I, worst I, team in that playoff so I think Bama is the only team that can beat Michigan in that in the Final Four. I agree. I think if Texas think went Michigan up against Bama, or I'm sorry, against Michigan, Michigan beats him. But I think Bama beats can beat Michigan. Texas technically can beat Bama. I still think Bama would beat them, but they've done it once. Did you see where Key Lawrence was going? He's going to Ole Miss. I don't know if you saw that or not. No. But he's going to Ole Miss. Didn't he come from Tennessee to us? No. He did not? Who am I thinking of that came from Tennessee? And we had Eric Gray and Wanya Morris. Uh, It says he enrolled in 2020 at USC. Uh, Then he came to us through the transfer portal. So So not Tennessee, but USC. Tennessee. You just said USC. You said USC. No, I said, I did yeah, not. you said USC. You did say USC. Well, I meant Tennessee. That's my bad. So I thought I, was saying, <laughs> I thought I said Tennessee. We'll we'll go back and we'll look and we'll see who was right. But I think uh, I don't think so. I'll There's not really a whole lot of, on it right now. Yeah. You know, it's easy to sit there and say after the fact and say, oh well, you know, these twelve guys are going in the transfer portal. And it's not that big of a loss. I don't want to be like that because I don't I don't know the answer to that. I know these guys are wanting to play. Um, you know, whether or not it's Reggie Grimes, Nate Anderson, DJ Graham, Marcus Major, although there's several different players that are entering the transfer portal. They all they obviously have a shot to come back if need be, if if they want to. Um, but you just you just don't know a hundred percent. I just hope and I and you know we're gonna get some talent. You know we're gonna get some talent from some other schools. Mike, only question is I would I would think we would already have had some of these guys. So it makes you kind of, I mean, I don't know about concern is the, is the right word, but I would expect uh, some of these guys already come. I know there's a defensive back from Clemson. That's going to several different places. I know he's come looking here and in Texas. Yeah. But the players you want though, in the portal are not quick deciders. That's the thing. The guys who are quick deciders typically don't have a whole lot of other options. And so they'll just not necessarily jump on the first one they get, but. Okay. Like you mentioned, the Clemson guy, that guy's hot commodity. The yeah. defensive tackle from A&M, like you still see – Gabriel's one of the only quarterbacks that's committed. So, yeah. I mean – I think he – I think he – personally, I think the quarterbacks are probably more in, in inclined to get there quicker than later. That way they, the team can kind of set themselves up, if that makes any sense. But – because I think he's probably the best quarterback out there for sure. So we'll see. I know um, we're pretty excited about it all. I know, like I said, Bowman coming back is pretty huge as well. 
and I'm really looking forward to uh, some football. Let's go back to uh, last week. We had a um, we had a nice uh, podcast that we did, and we got uh, some some comments, several comments from some folks out. I'm assuming out in Arizona, obviously fans of Arizona. Which hey, good for you guys. Garrett, you got some uh, some of those comments you want to go over and cover, and we can answer them. I'm just going to kind of read one off and, you know, have one of you guys answer it because I don't think it'll take a while if we all answer every single one. And we're not oh, going to yeah, answer 100%. every single one. But True. we got one here from Ghost6646. Pa, you're going to take this one. OU will do the following. They will hang okay. half a hundred by halftime, get bored, fall asleep, and allow Arizona to stick around at the half at the end of the third and fourth and then win by three. I wanted to see this live but didn't go watch – didn't want to go watch OU – against a pack a weak pac 12 team well i mean if i were saying currently right now i think if ou wins it will be by three i don't think it'll be i mean that's just my opinion i don't think we're going to hang a half a hundred i don't think we're going to score 50 points uh at, at halftime i don't i would be great back in the old barry switzer days but uh i think the winning by three part maybe i think it's going to be a lot um a lot closer of a game. I think with, with not having Gabriel in, it kind of makes you wonder, Hey, what's going to happen, but it's also exciting at the same time. Don't get me wrong. I want to win the game, but I also want to see some good, uh, you know, Jackson Arnold football being played. I do know Arizona's ranked 18th in offense and number 37th in defense where we're ranked fifth in offense, but 81st in defense. So that's where it's going to come down to is how well um, the Sooners can stop I think the defensive side of the ball can stop can stop Arizona. That's what it's all that's in my opinion, that's where it's all gonna be. Um the whole game is going to be decided by. Uh I think Arizona's got um I, I don't and the thing is some of the guys put in there like some of the you know the players which I don't know their quarterback. I don't even know how you pronounce that last name. Fit do you know F I F I T A Fafita? Twenty five hundred yards passing uh, 80.9% QBR, 23 touchdowns. I got a running back by the name of Jonah Coleman, a 51 and then receiver that, um, had, uh, 1200 yards, but it shows passing yards. Uh, they had, they were 304 per game, 12 rushing yards, 148.9 ranked 80th. And that's kind of what stinks is that the fact that we seem to give up some big plays on defense and I hope, hopefully, uh, We'll still win, and, and and the closer it gets is when I'll uh, when I'll make my official prediction. But as if I were talking right now, I think Venables is going to have this team fired up. I think they're going to be ready to play, and I think we're going to win by three. That's but it's not going to be easy, but we'll see. Moving on to the next one again, you'll go ahead and tackle this one. It's from Nicholas Barra. Can't wait for this game. When you guys lose, you'll all. Some of these people don't know how to write the question, so I'm trying to read it, but. Can't wait for this game. When you guys lose, all you'll have to say is that Arizona should have won or shouldn't have won because your quarterback dipped. So essentially, the guy's saying that when we win or if we lose, it's going to be because our quarterback left. Like I said, I mean, some of these are they're kind of hard to read because the way they word it makes zero sense. Yeah, it but sounds more like schooling in Arizona. I have no idea. <laughs> Um, I mean, we see that every year, though. Every, te- every team that loses always just blames it on the people that aren't playing. But I think it won't matter once we take the victory against them in a couple weeks. But 
I really don't understand what I'm supposed to go off of because it's kind of just a statement. Well, no, I mean, what do you have to say that whenever he all again, like, what are you going to say if we if we lose? I don't think if we lose that we're just going to only talk about oh, if we if we had Dylan Gabriel, Dylan. Like, I think we're all pretty excited for Jackson Arnold, and I don't think we're expecting him to like take us to the next level this game. But I think if we lose unless it's just blatantly obvious that everybody has to admit it, I don't think we're just going to blame the quarterback. But going off I of that, think, I don't think we'll lose anyways. But I don't think yeah. I don't think we're just going to be – I don't know what you're going to say, Dad, but I don't think we're going to just kind of like fold and be like, oh, just the quarterback, just the quarterback. I think we I have think a little we, more. I think if we lose, it's going to be because our defense couldn't stop them. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of the way I look at it. Yeah. Very interesting, Which, very interesting. I mean, it'd be easy to blame the quarterback, but I don't think we're just going to – Well, gonna... yeah, but at the same time, we're missing three of our offensive linemen yeah. starting, so that's going to hurt, in my opinion, more than the quarterback. More than – yeah. So, exactly. unless For these sure. guys step up like crazy, which would be amazing. But Huge. Callum, this one's pretty simple. Now what, Sooner Nation? Who's going to throw the rock? Probably the greatest quarterback in the history of college football. Jackson Arnold, five-star recruit, you know. In a few years, it's going to be Joe Burrow who? Jackson Arnold, back-to-back Heisman trophies. Jackson Arnold's about to be – you just never seen anything like it. Like, I think having a different play caller too, we're going to – we got nothing to lose. We're just going to go out there and we're going to throw the rock. And it's going to be something special. We're – and we're you know we're going to enter next year, and you know Alabama is going to be the underdog when they play us. Texas underdog, LSU underdog, Mizzou underdog, Auburn underdog, Tennessee underdog. I'm not scared. I'm not scared, but I'm not. Uh, I, I wish I was more. I was optimistic. Any, like anyways, yeah. Anyways. I've just never heard of Arizona until now. I didn't know they had a college football team. Dude, One of the best yeah. athletes to ever come out of Arizona sports came from Oklahoma. So, you know, there's that. Who's that? Oh, it's Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. I mean, Wait, he's Kyler probably second came- only to Lawrence Fitzgerald. Kyler came from Texas. Spencer Rattler. Okay, but he came from Oklahoma Sooners football. Came, oh, you're talking from Oklahoma Cardinals. to Arizona. Okay, duh. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a dumb moment there. Where did Spencer Rattler play? Arizona? In high school. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. All right. This one, this one was a specific call out to me. Somebody uh, wrote me a little novel in the comment section. So I'm just going to read some of it. You know, first one says, last time we checked, Oklahoma defense is trash. Well, Kit Bennett, last I checked, Arizona was a basketball team and a basketball school and not even a very good one at that. Your team doesn't have talent, depth, every position that Arizona has, I would say arguably every position on the Oklahoma team besides the defensive line and the offensive line, which yes, are arguably the two most important, important have yeah. depth. Uh, Cowing and T-Mac are better than any receiver on the Sooners. I, I highly doubt that because I've never heard of him and we're, we got plenty of studs on the outside. So I'm I'm guessing Nick Anderson's going to have at least one. I think Gibson's going to have one. I think Farouk's going to be fighting for one. 
And then I'm assuming Stoops is going to play, so that's an automatic one as well. Oh, he's playing. And then we have a better tight end. Yeah, yeah, you you guys can have the tight end. We'll give you that because that's probably fair. Quarterback room, loaded. Jackson, like Kellen just said, Jackson Arnold, five-star, future best best quarterback of all time. That's as loaded as you can get, honestly. And you got some guy named Fafita who not a lot of people have heard about who didn't play the first three games and you guys went 3-0, and then his first two starts you guys lose? I don't know. Not uh, not super high on Mr. Fafita over here. Um, receiver room was the number nine in the country preseason. Who gives a crap about preseason? Preseason. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we were ranked pretty highly at the preseason. Look at us now, so it doesn't really matter. And then you got defensive line that dares you to run the ball. Oh, we'll, we'll run it. And if we don't run it, once again, Jackson Arnold. He's him. <laughs> Kicker in at Arizona's better. Once again, not hard. Who cares? And has a better head coach. <laughs> That's up for debate. Venables had one of the best improvements from last year to this year in college football this year across the board. They, so They improved well, too. I think they uh, won four or five games more. Yeah, and that might be the case, but I would take uh, Venables over. Oh, hands down. I don't know. Take Venables court, hands down over is, the, but... any, any body from Arizona. I'll be honest with you. I think uh, Andre Anthony is probably even hurt is probably better than pretty much everybody except for maybe the McMillan guy on their team. So I'm Well, also, that. let's say everything they said was like just absolutely true. Wouldn't that just make it like no excuses to blow us out of the water? Sure. Yeah, and then that's that's exactly very good point, Gannon. Because one of these comments on here is saying, "Why you know why is Oklahoma even going to show up now? Because if they're just gonna, <laughs> if they're just so much better. I mean, what, what's the point of playing the game? You know, <laughs> obviously, so, whoever the person that made that comment, I think, is being a little sarcastic, and they were more of an OU fan, don't you? Think? No, no, no. I yeah, that's what I was implying. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that there's, I mean. Is what it is. I mean, it, it's just – it's a football game. They don't know us. We don't know them. Act like they're about guys to know us. Listen. They're about <laughs> to know us. And the thing is, is like, I'll be honest with you, like, the whole country is going to know about Jackson Arnold here pretty soon. They're going to be a skid mark on the record books of Oklahoma whenever we're done with them. It'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, so we had some uh, – as Dad always mentions at the beginning – our foes, they they were here less this past weekend. And, hey, you know, we – we welcome it. Hey, we welcome it. Thank, thank you, Twitter. We won't shy away from it. it. If y'all want to come at me on Twitter, it. you know, I'll give you a little Wendy's roast on there. Because <laughs> I think I made them all mad when I said I, I found out there were some Arizona fans. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> five minutes later, somebody's sending us sending me messages about all the comments that it just flooded our, our YouTube channel. Well, it's fantastic, though. I mean, I'm not worried we, about it. you could follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. You can uh, follow us on the YouTube channel. The the great thing about the YouTube channel is you can subs- hit subscribe button, and you'll be uh, one of the first to know whenever we do download a podcast. But what we like is the comments. We like comment sections so we can rattle some um, information off. And, and it again, those folks don't know anything about Oklahoma, and I'll be honest with you, I don't know squat about Arizona, and I'm not trying to be rude. It's just like, they're they were to me middle tier uh pack 12 uh that had a decent year this year which hats off to you i think it's great but 
You're not, you're for not what everyone expected out of the Pac-12 in the middle of the year, it was a huge letdown because then it ended up literally only being Oregon and Washington. Well, let me USC ask you. USC fell off. Oregon State fell off. Washington State fell off massively. Let me ask this question. Where, what conference is Arizona going to be in next year? The Big 12. And that's oh. a great point because they're going to have a rude awakening when they get in there and they realize that it's much more – Feel like it's not just top heavy. It's the least top heavy conference in the league, in the country. SEC, Big Twelve. Oh, you joined SEC. Arizona joined Big Twelve. I'm just saying, and I'm not. I'm not busting chops. Just speaking the truth. Yeah, speaking of the Instagram earlier, we got a couple comments on there as well. We put, you know, what is Jackson Arnold's stat line going to be versus Arizona? given that it's going to be his first start. We had one person say 240 yards, three touchdowns, 34 rushing yards. We had someone else say 300 yards and four total touchdowns. I think we'd all personally take that. I don't know if you guys have a thought roughly of what you think, what you expect out of Arnold in his first start. Offensive line, if they can, if they can uh, help protect him and then we can get the running game going with a little bit of sawchuck going I like I like our chances. I like over 300 yards passing. I think Jackson Arnold, from what I hear, doesn't let a lot of pressure get to him, and kind of relishes in that kind of moment. And I think that's just kind of quarterback you're going to see. I think you're going to see a quarterback taking some chances. So I don't, I would not be surprised if he makes a few mistakes. But at the same time, he's going to throw the ball. And he's going to throw the ball deep, and he's going to try to put it uh, down the field. Not nothing busting chops on uh, on Dylan Gabriel. But he didn't have the arm as, as Jackson Arnold. Yeah, I'll go a little 324 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. I'll just say that. It's about the exact stat line I was going to do. I was going to say 325, three passing, and a pick. Which I'm fine with. with I agree with what – yeah. yeah I agree with what Dad was saying. Assertive and not, like, being too passive. Like, first game, if you're going guns and blazing, like – by all means, throw a pick if you're going to throw a few touchdowns. Yeah, I'm not expecting a perfect game. And no. Like you said, he's going to be attack, 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 and he's going to make a, maybe either a bad pass or maybe he takes a shot downfield and what a corner take makes a great play on it. I mean, sometimes you just – I mean, yeah, That's you fine. by not throwing the ball, but the corner just plays the ball tremendously. But I'm going 277 in the air. Two touchdown passes, uh, 42 rushing yards with a, a rushing touchdown. I think Sawchuck's going to help him out. And then I think General yep. Booty gets in about halfway through the fourth. Booty. <laughs> a little bit of booty, huh? Interesting take booty. right there. I think it's going to be – I don't know about General Booty, actually. But I think it's going to be different because he has a month of knowing he's coming in here starting this game. He has a month to prepare, a month yeah, to yeah. – mentally prepare like, like we said that second half he played when Gabriel got hurt he probably didn't expect to touch the ball the rest of the season because it was going to cost the the red shirt so not that I mean he he did fine but just wasn't fully prepared this one he knows he's coming he's known for a month I think it's going to be completely different we're going to have somebody I don't know who's calling plays but it's, well, it's just going to be a good game that. he's just going to get out there and just throw that thing I think we're going to see some some exciting 
some exciting plays for sure. Hundred percent. Keep in mind too, like even yeah, he's had a month to get comfortable with the receivers and stuff. Most of the receivers that are going to be on the field, he's going to have pretty good chemistry with because Nick Anderson didn't play a whole lot at the beginning of the year, mainly because of injury and stuff. So he was running with Arnold's squad and practice and stuff. Same with Gibson. Gibson kind of splits a little bit. Only ones you won't see as much chemistry is probably Farouk and Stoops maybe. But hey, Stoops got chemistry of everybody. Well, that's what I was going to say. Stoops is so experienced. He's love that kid. I think anyone would fit with him. And then Farouk, he's just a good playmaker, and you can always expect him to be in the right spot. It's just more getting in the ball. And that's one thing I want to try and do is get Farouk more involved. Because when he's at, when he's having a game, our offense is, is running. Because he had a game against Texas whenever uh, – and especially that final drive. But anyways, no, I think he's going to be perfectly fine with the offensive – offensive unit going into it 100 percent. i can't wait for that game it'll be here before you know it i mean it's amazing that two weeks from today is christmas so we'll have one more uh podcast um coming up next week and then probably obviously after christmas maybe right before the bowl game we get a little bit more uh a little hype up well, like I said earlier, please, please, please look at our Twitter. Uh, Kellen, what, what's our Twitter handle? It'll be at the bottom of the screen. but Bottom of the screen, okay. And then we got Instagram. And we got the YouTube channel, which which is a great way to, to watch and listen as well. And make comments. Make comments. Ask questions. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll answer as soon as possible. Uh, try to keep it clean as much as possible if you can. But uh, if you need to uh, vent... Especially, I know there's going to be a lot of uh, crying going on here pretty soon in Arizona after the game. But, hey, it is what it is. I always want to remind everybody, though, that iron sharpens iron. Please stay safe. Be savage and not average. And remember to join the Skulk. Until next time. Good. Good. Bye, everybody. everybody. Upside down A for Arizona. You've been listening to the Fox Dan Sports Podcast with Todd, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Find us on Facebook at Fox Dan Sports. That's Fox with two X's. Drop us an email at foxdansports at yahoo.com. And be sure to share this podcast with other sports fans in your life. This has been Fox Dan Sports.